Hello, my name is Samuel George London and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to comic book creator Chase Bishop about what comics he would take into a super intelligent ape uprising apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Comic Scene, where you can read comic news and become part of a community of fellow comic lovers. To find out more, be sure to visit comicscene.org. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Chase Bishop. How's it going? Hi, I'm doing good. Excellent, excellent. Um, what time is it where you are? It's about 12 p.m. where I am, Arizona, a literal desert. Ah, yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, eight hours difference here, so we're just hitting the evening. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's fairly luscious green um, around where I live, so quite, quite different, <laughs> I think. <laughs> there's green whenever there's real grass, or people choose AstroTurf. Yes, of course, of course. Nice man. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And for those that haven't come across you just yet, what do you do in the world of comics? I am the writer and artist of my series, um, Exodus from Paradise. That's kind of the overall name, but it, it's being split into parts. Right now, part one in the paths of yesterday, finished updating on Comic Fury and Global Comics in March. Right now, the extra chapter, as of uh, June 25th, the Summer Connection is starting to update as well throughout most of the uh, June and July, which will then lead into Part 2 from the Sea in August. Cool, man. Um, and where's the best place for people to find you online? Well, uh, most of my social media links also have link trees in them, so it really depends on if you go to my Twitter or Instagram, and both of them share the same username of underscore Chaz underscore Bernard underscore. Cool, perfect. Um, and all of those links will be in the show notes. Um, but but kind of heading back to uh, in the paths of yesterday, um, you mentioned to me that yeah, the the first book is now on. Uh, on Amazon, um, which is absolutely fantastic, and it's available on Global Comics and Comics Fury as well, as you say. Um, so, just to give us a, a bit of a flavour, what's what's that about? Uh, let me read you the log line because I'm not the best at summarising. But essentially, <laughs> with the murder of high school senior Macy Stevens, the true depths of corruption and power surrounding her death reveals itself. Nice man. Um, so it's kind of yeah, uh, surrounding the murder. Well, potential murder, or it is a murder for sure, <laughs> um, of uh, of a high school student. Yes. Cool. Excellent. Um, and so yeah, as you say, um, there's there's one book out, um, and uh, that's seventy six pages long. I can see. Um, which is which is a, a, a fair amount, um, and uh, yeah, where, where where's the series heading? So, um, for the book or for the physical book part, um, there's going to be two books. The first one that's already out has the first three chapters, and then book two, which I need to compile, compile and edit for uh, just do it once over on the dialogue again. That's going to have the rest of the three chapters and i'm 
trying to aim for at least like maybe an August release for that one. Nice. So for the physical side, that should be done then. But for From the Sea, it it's uh, kind of a funny thing about going from th- this starts out as a murder in high school student, and then From the Sea is uh, well, I'll read the log lines. Oh, never mind. That doesn't make any sense either for now. But mm-hmm. essentially, it starts out with uh, these three uh, freshmen high school girls after the first day of school find a body out on the ocean. They're or not on the ocean, on the beach because they live on an island. And with once that starts, a increasingly uh, bizarre event happens where more bodies start washing up on the on the beach. I can't really say much for now because it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool though, man. That's interesting. Um, and so where 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 did this idea um come to you from? So a lot of my stories, at least for the uh, first few beginning here, there are a lot of them are set in high school because a lot of them started when I was in high school. I was writing them as a high schooler, and so that just kind of write what you know, right? So. I decided to uh, compile them all because they're all not connected at the start. I just, and I had a friend tell me, like, you should make like little Easter eggs to connect them. I thought, oh, that'd be cool. And then as soon as I watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and realized that or and saw that all the separate parts and stories were connected in one continuous storyline, I kind of changed the writing for some of them and made them all take place one after another or kind of refit them to where they all have one continuous story in a way. Nice man. Nice. Um, and you know, is this going to be an ongoing series or is, have you got an end in mind? I have an end point, but that's far away at this point. I'm aiming Mm. for at least like, 10 or 9 parts, but not this sound grand and say like, oh, I got this multiple all or got this whole thing planned out. I just want to start out small and just take it part mm-hmm. by part, make it more digestible for a reader and for myself. You bet, man. You bet. Excellent. Um, well, all of that aside, I do have some bad news for you, unfortunately, and that is oh, no. that whilst we've been chatting, yeah, you got it. There's been a super intelligent ape uprising. Um, and we don't know how this has happened, you know, but, uh, yeah, um, funnily enough, it's, you know, the epicenter of this is in Arizona. So my question for you is what is your action plan for survival? Is there a flu going around at the same time? Quite possibly. Yep. That, 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 that's probably the cause. <laughs> oh no. Well, since we're in a desert, people kind of stay away from each other to begin with mm. um on the flu side just wait it out until the initial chaos is over and see where we go from there because well first get make sure there's enough water because if you don't have water here you're dead aside from the apes but yeah just wait out the first initial panic make sure there's enough food and supplies and just see where things head or see where the apes go because i don't think apes would really last too much in this desert but that depends if it's yeah, winter it'd be pretty 
Yeah, exactly. It'd be uh, it'd be pretty tough going, wouldn't it? Um, they'd have to adapt pretty quick. Um, but kind of in your you know your hold up, let's say, um, or your fort or whatever it's going to be, um, is anybody going to be joining you? Mm, I know my friend has some guns, so maybe that, or, or unless he decides mm. to go his own way. <laughs> But my uncle... What do you reckon the likelihood is of uh, of trying to convince them to uh, to tag along? No amount of convincing can convince him because he already has his own set plan for something happens. Bingo. He's already out to the That's other it. side of the country. <laughs> He's gone like the wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know my uncle was in the military, so having his experience and hardware would be great cool. for that and and is he not too far away he lives within like a mile of me perfect so let's say that you head over there um and uh yeah you, you you know you make a defensive fort out of your uncle's house um and things and you know that evening uh you get chatting about you know your interesting comics um and uh the first question that your uncle asks you is, what's the first comic you remember enjoying? Uh, so I was, I was a two, or I was born like the tail end of 1999. So I grew up with uh, the first Spider-Man movie. You know, the one, Tobey Maguire and all that. I think that's actually my first memory I can remember is leaving that theater. But after that movie, I cool. think, I, I believe my mom got me a small subscription or at least a couple issues to the, to Ultimate Spider-Man because the earliest comics that I have remember from is uh, the middle of that uh, Venom run. I think like 37, 8, and 9. But I didn't read them. I just looked at the pictures. And there was like a lull in it because I don't have like the 40s and most of the early 50s. But I started to pick back up during the Hollywood arc all the way to uh, the death of Spider-Man for that run. And a little bit of Miles Morales. But even then, I still didn't read the comic. I just looked at the pictures. Mm. But the first mm. comic I actually... Yeah, go on. Go that ahead, I actually do remember reading, which I probably shouldn't have at 12 years old, was The Walking Dead. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, and so you were just 12, yeah, when you started reading that? Yeah, I was only... 12 i it was only seasons one through three out at the time i saw the show and i liked it and then i learned it was a comic and went back and read through that it was much better than the show yeah you enjoyed it a lot more fair play man that's cool um that's amazing really excellent um and so from that point um you know when did you start to think that you could create your own comics it was about during that that time too i used to um make my own little comics with uh in middle school for like just stupid events and things that I saw online. But that kind of just went on and on. Like I never really stopped. I kind of switched focus and when I was in a freshman in in high school I started to think of like a more serious story. But when I mean serious, I basically took all the wrong lessons from Watchmen and Frank Miller. <laughs> you could see the edginess or you could understand how edgy that would be. 
Yeah, you bet, man. You bet. Um, interesting. Um, excellent. Uh, so heading back to your uncle's place, um, what's the funniest comic that you've read? I'm kind of hard to please when it comes to comedy. I, I like when it was like a long setup joke. They don't. I don't really find those funny as like other people do. I don't like sitcoms. It's more like in the moment, like goofy, bizarre stuff. But the comics that really made me not laugh, but just, just the whole situation was hilarious. Was uh, well, this first one is uh, from this manga called Rent a Girlfriend, which is trash fire the whole way out. Essentially, the main character has like a a girlfriend he rents just to make it seem like he has a stable relationship. But there's this one point where he's so he th- he enjoys the thoughts of his crush with another man a little too much, and the whole fandom just was dying after that point. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds uh, yeah quite a uh, quite an interesting scenario. <laughs> I don't read it because I enjoy it. I read it because of crap like that. That's funny. That's funny. And then anything else that comes to mind? Yeah, in Deadly Class by Wes Craig and or Rick Remender and Wes Craig, there, there's a part where the main character, Marcus, has like a hangover and tries to rip a fart in front of a kid at a comic shop but ends up shitting himself. And it, it it's a whole mess after that. It's... He he has to use an owner's like bowling uniform to clean the toilet because he clogged that, and it's in the show too, and it's just as gross as it was in there. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, pretty uh, pretty shocking, but uh, quite laugh out loud. Yeah, and the only other thing I have to say is Kobeni's car from Chainsaw Man. People people understand just by saying that. And for those that those that haven't come across uh, why that's funny, um, give us a. Well, in the popularity contest, the character Kobeni, her car is more popular in the vote than Kobeni herself. Right, I see. Uh, and then, is that because I'm I'm just looking at some pictures now because it's like a Fiat 500, 1965 version um the car and somebody falls on it yeah and th- so What's like about? so before um she's like a, a absolutely pathetic character like she's like the punching bag of everyone and somehow survives the madness right. so before some other character drives her car and wrecks it that she paid for out of her own pocket and then gets it fixed only for it to be crushed in that person falling again. Brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Um, but I can see why it's funny. Oh, excellent. Very good. Uh, now, um, again, heading back to your uncle's place, but changing gears quite suddenly, what's the saddest comic or most upsetting moment in a comic that you've read? Uh, th- this was hard for me when I first read it at the time, but it's around No Way Out storyline in The Walking Dead when Rick loses his second girlfriend, uh, Jesse. Or no, his, I guess, yeah, his first girlfriend, Jesse, after uh, Lori died. That was that was tough for me because I, I liked her character. I liked how she looked, and it made Rick happy. And just, it's absolutely unfortunate how it happened. Her son gets taken by the Horde 
Hmm. And then because of that, she makes noise and starts getting taken too. Yeah, man. Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, and then, yeah, was it? Were there any other moments? Oh, the Walking Dead ended. I, I don't know if you knew at the time, but everyone was like, mm. oh, here's some covers for uh, the next story arc. And yeah. I get to the comic shop, and he's like, oh, you're just in time. This is the last issue. Yeah. The last issue. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah and it, I, I'm a little annoyed because mine was like, had like a little wrong cuts on it from the printer oh, at the man. top and bottom. Yeah. Yeah, and that cover is precious. I put that in a bag right away as soon as I got that book and finished reading. I bet, man. I, bet. I actually teared up a little bit because I think that's the first time I've ever done that just because it's been around yeah. for my life for the past seven years at that point. Yeah, exactly, man. It's a, it's a, it's a big moment, and you know, it's such a. I mean, it's an iconic comic series, really. Um, and uh, I mean, it had to end at some point, but uh, yeah, it doesn't make it any less sad. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and then, uh, what's the scariest comic or most horrifying moment in the comic that you've read? Same story arc with The Walking Dead. No way out. It happens a little before Jesse dies, but. There's this character named Tobin who's ahead of the construction crew for the wall. Like right, the uh, herd is right outside Alexandria, their little safe area. And Rick is sleeping one night and gets word that they're about to break through the wall because of the being at winter. They didn't have enough material to finish the concrete, and so they're about to push in the wall. And there's just this one silent shot of Tobin. He's holding the wall. There's you could see them in, in through the cracks and just him holding the wall. That has always struck out to me just because it's something so horrifying. It's like kind of like in Chernobyl where the dude holds the door open before, right before the reactor room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's just one step away from death. Brutal. Just the nighttime, the ambience, just that's always stuck with me. Nasty, man. Nasty. Excellent. Uh, and then uh, moving on to my favorite question, and that is, what is your favorite cover? Mm. I like kind of vibey, more uh, like big, bright colors. So this one's from mm-hmm. Deadly Class 30. It's the second cast is uh, doing going on a road trip to find Marcus, the main character, because he's been missing for a while. And just the cover is like a bright orange landscape like it's almost golden hour you can see the Mm -hmm. silhouettes and just the nice bright orange sky just that colorist was so amazing that run and the second one was just as amazing i it's like lee loffridge or lou or lee loffridge and then jordan boyd and boyd was the colorist that time but he was great and number 48 from the walking dead where it's just rick in front of the graves and just blood red sky and just black mm. black ground that was after the prison battle and it just feels final considering yeah. what happens in there yeah those are really two powerful uh powerful colors uh covers rather um i mean colors are a big part of it as well um and uh yeah no because it it just it's it's simple but evocative isn't it about what that's trying to say particularly if you kind of in the know about what the you know what's been happening in the story up to that point um 
Yeah, no. And you're, you're, you're eager to find out what happens, I think, aren't you? Yeah, and it's just really unfortunate that the compendiums do not have the color or color covers at all. There's no breaks between the issues, and it's just yeah. one volume, one volume, no covers. That's yeah, that's always true. sucked with with that version, and especially even the trade paperback volumes too. Mm. No covers. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I that might be like a um, a space saving thing. Do you think like they're trying to save on pages? Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just since it's all printed in black and white, they didn't want to introduce another color. Yeah, maybe it was that. Because that's, that's, yeah. I kind of had to do that with the with book one for In the Passage yesterday to keep like costs down. Like I just have, there's no color throughout the whole thing besides like the three um, covers that are co- colored, but I kept yeah. them black and white just to keep the printing costs down a little bit. Yeah, it's only man. Exactly. Um, yeah, sometimes it can just be a an answer as simple as that, really, can't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, and then, uh, yeah, what comic do you repeatedly read the most? I haven't really had time to reread comics, but I'd say the last reread I had was The Walking Dead years ago. I'm I'm trying to read through the first time of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure just to see what's different from the show. Cool. But I haven't. I had time to reread anything besides anything new. Yeah, fair play, man. Fair play. Um, excellent. And then, uh, what's the most meaningful comic to you? The most meaningful to me would be Naruto Volume One because that's the first uh, manga I ever p- or purchased back in uh, I-, I just before middle school ended in 2014, and while. Uh, it's not like my most favorite. It means a lot because it it's my gateway into manga, and a lot of mangas influence my style as uh, in my own work and how uh, I plan to do things like JoJo. And even though, and well, also I was into anime and manga before it was in the popular zeitgeist, like when people would not really say that they liked anime. Fair play, man. Fair play. Um, yeah, no. Um, it's uh, it can be quite satisfying to kind of be ahead of the curve a little bit, can't it? Um, and then, uh, yeah, then it becomes like like it's everywhere, <laughs> which it is at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> a little vindicated feeling. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but then, yeah, uh, go back to um, your you and your uncle's conversation about comics. Uh, what's the most underrated comic that you've read? I'll say Deadly Class up to a certain point. Like, mm-hmm. the first 30, 48 issues, it is great because it deals with, like, the school and uh, Marcus and that whole situation. But um, there was a point where the series took a little break when the pandemic started. And the writer, Rick Remender, kind of went off a little too hard in his own opinions during that time and I feel like it kind of affected the ending like I don't mind politics and comics I just don't want personal opinions and comics if that makes sense sure man I can say I can hear where you're coming from um and uh yeah no um but uh yeah I like overall though um you reckon it's a it's a an underrated series 
Yeah, for the for the most part, it is like the art fires off the whole time. The covers, the colors, and mm -hmm. even the writing for for most of it is just great. Nice man, cool. Yeah, no, it's one that I I've never I haven't read yet, so um, I'll have to I'll have to give it a go, um, and then uh, let let you know what I think. Yeah, that, um, and the way Wes Craig just evolves, like. Uh, it, seeing his uh, original pages on like Cadence uh, comic art, I think, where they sell his art and just seeing the original raw inks is just inspiring. Nice, man. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and then if you could only take one comic into the apocalypse, which would it be? Hmm. Uh, probably JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because the amount of content it covers, the art, is always amazing and just it's just a good time all the way around nice man um and yeah no it's not one that you know i'm familiar with at all so can you give us a bit of a quick um premise about of what it's about so it um it's a story of the the joestar family and their multi-generational uh feud with D the vampire dio brando it mm. starts in 1890s uh, London goes through 1930s uh, Italy to a worldwide uh, venture to Egypt in the 80s and just so many different places, characters you meet, see, just so many different abilities too. That's and awesome. Fight. Yeah, and they fight and do, do what mangas do best, um, I guess. And how many... How long has this series been going? Do you know? It's, I think it just celebrated its 35th anniversary. Oh my gosh. That's huge. So yeah, 131 volumes in total. That's crazy, man. Um, it's just, it's amazing, isn't it? How manga, manga doesn't just have like, you know, a few series that have gone that long, but several, you know, it's just, it's so impressive. Like the staying power that, you know, manga series do you have it's impressive yeah and just seeing how a lot of those artists just evolve over time mm -hmm. yeah like even even the art in the beginnings look a little bit a little bit okay big bulky men but just how he tightens up the inks over time and the designs is perfect yeah exactly man because i can even see like on the first first volume cover like one of the guys, like the head, is like definitely misproportioned to the body. Um, I'm not sure if that's on purpose, but uh, yeah, no, um, it's uh, yeah, good to know. That it does it does tighten up over time? <laughs> yeah, For sure, cool, man. Um, and then along with that, uh, what weapon, tool, or useful item would you like to take with you as well? Hmm. Well, if we're going against apes here, right? The yeah. Definitely face protection because I've I've seen that I survived a documentary with that chimp enclosure and the I've seen too much about people getting their faces with chimps and that that's yeah. no no thanks <laughs> so a full on hockey mask type thing <laughs> yeah ju just about. Cool, man. Excellent. Fair play. Uh, well, Chase Bishop, thank you so much for sharing your uh, your comics for the apocalypse. It's been a real pleasure. Um, and uh, for the listeners, one more time, where can they find you online? 
You can find me at my Twitter and Instagram, which goes by the username underscore Chaz underscore Bernard underscore. And from there, I have link trees to where all my other links are. So not to confuse everyone with too many things at once. Just go there and you can find everything. Amazing. Fair play, man. Fair play. And then do you have any uh, cons coming up this year at all? Uh, I'm not well. I'm not well known enough to go to any cons, and I'm already in the red with my stuff as it is. I'm. I know I wouldn't. Think so keep it low key. <laughs> yeah. Sure, man. Keep it online. Uh, fair play, Chase. Fair play. Uh, well, um, best of luck um, with the uh, rest of the series, and I hope you do make it to your to your ten parts. But uh, as mm. you say, kind of take it step by step. Um, and uh, yeah, you're welcome back on the show anytime. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Chase. You take care, man. Thanks again to Chase for being on Comics for the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will it mean that you liked it, but I believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. And if you'd like to check out Chase's work or follow him on social media, those links are in the show notes, along with all our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news and other fun sequential arts stuff and finally as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the near future i'll see you next time bye for now